Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Jason Hennessy. How are you, Jason? It's doing so well, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, it's my honor. I'm so super happy to have you on the show. And I'm I'm grateful that you took the time out to come on the show. Hey, man, let's have a good one. We got holidays yeah. coming here, a lot of excitement happening. So yes. yeah, this is good. This is great. Well, you know, I, we always like to kind of allow our guests to introduce themselves in their own words, and then we're going to go into the, into the information together. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I'm Jason Hennessy. Uh, I am, uh, most importantly, a, a father, a husband, you know, all the personal stuff, right. Always takes priority over all the business stuff. Got three beautiful children, 19, 17, and then five. Been married 23 years, um, and I live here in Southern California. So, so that's beautiful. the personal stuff. Professionally, um, I've been doing digital marketing uh, with a, uh, a core competency on organic SEO, search engine optimization, mm -hmm. since about 2001. Uh, I work primarily with uh, law firms, um, criminal defense law firms, personal injury law firms, firms that deal with mass torts. Um, and I've got an agency called Hennessy Digital, and we're about 130 full-time employees. Oh, beautiful. Amazing. That is great. And uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I used to have a medical facility. So we worked with uh, personal injury law firms um, a lot. So I have experience right? on, yeah, hmm. uh, for many years, um, you know, providing all the legal stuff for cases like, for example, motor vehicle accidents. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, slip and falls and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. That's our whole world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Very competitive, though, huh? Oh, it's probably, especially from a digital marketing perspective, probably some of the most competitive uh, keywords uh, in on the internet, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a lot yes. of, there's a lot of margin, right? There's a, you know, you, you have somebody, you have somebody pay $300 for a click to your website, which then turns into a $5 million case. Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's all relative, I guess. It's all relative. And, and, what is the, like, if, if the keywords are very competitive, right? What are your thoughts on the long tail keywords? Oh yeah. If, are, is that what you guys are targeting now more of, or are you still sticking with the high competitive? You know, I think we kind of satisfy both. Um, mm -hmm. and I think historically people are conditioned to think that, you know, somebody's going to type in Miami car accident lawyer. Right. And so yeah. that's what we refer to as like a very competitive head term. But when you look at the data and analytics, like there's not a lot of people that actually search like Miami car accident lawyer. Right. There's so many different iterations of how they might come across that page. Yeah. They might just search for car accident lawyer and Google recognizes that they're in Miami. Right. And they see that page. They might type in attorney. They might type in car accident lawyer near me. They might type in best car accident lawyer. Right. So there's so many different ways to get somebody to a page that, you know, I think 
the attorneys that are so blindsided by like, oh, no, I need to rank number one for Miami car accident lawyer. You know, sometimes we need to kind of educate them and let them see that there's a there's a different way of thinking about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now would you say in, in that type of industry, right, it would be harder to come up with long tail keywords, I guess. Uh, no, it's actually, uh, it's opposite. I think it's, uh, yeah. it's easier. You know I mean? It, you know, a lot of times what we tell our clients to do is, is to uh, listen to the calls and see like what uh, people are saying and try to extract some of the questions mm. that they're talking about, right. Mm -hmm. Document it. And then, you know, that becomes part of our content strategy is, you know, getting it directly from the source, from listening to the mm -hmm. calls. Right. Um, and then developing like a good FAQ section on your website and just publishing a lot of content that satisfies the intent of, uh, of addressing those questions. Mm -hmm. And yeah. SEO is high intent, right? Anybody's on there searching, they, mm -hmm. they, need, they need business. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's informational queries, there's transactional queries, right? Um, so, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, it just kind of depends, but you need to be satisfying, like, you know, all of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Of course. And, you know, for me, to be honest, like I spent thousands over the years on SEO mm -hmm. and um, I might have spent it in, in the, in the wrong direction or something, but, I, but we tried, like we tried, we wanted to be on first page. It felt like always a fight, you know, yeah. a fight to be on the first page and we drop it and we're fighting to be like, it was always a, a, a nerve wracking thing every month, every week. Mm -hmm. Um, and it costed a lot. And I don't know yeah. if we got the results. What is, what is your, um, what do you feel about that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's uh that's the reason why I, uh, I wrote the book that I wrote. It's called law firm SEO. Um, and the re true reason is because I was so sick of people coming to us where they've had a bad experience working with somebody else that did SEO um, and maybe the managed, you know, the expectations weren't aligned or maybe they blatantly just got ripped off. Right. I mean, it just kind of depends, but I really wanted to educate and empower attorneys so that they weren't getting ripped off from people like me. Right. I, I really truly wanted to educate them. And so I wrote a book, it's called yeah. Off SEO. It's on Amazon and you know, regardless of if they work with my agency, if anything, they're empowered to make better decisions with, uh, with digital marketing and not like what you just said, I spent thousands of dollars yeah. on SEO and I really didn't don't even know what I got. It's all nebulous. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that is a concern right in the market. Big concern. Yeah. Mm. You know, because it's, <clears throat> it takes time. SEO takes time and it takes yeah, it's a long game. And it's very easy to confuse somebody that doesn't understand SEO. It's like, yeah, well, you got your canonical tags are broken and we got to fix the href. <laughs> I mean, so easy to talk in like this lingo, confuse mm. somebody. And, and they, they call that like FUD, right? Fear, creating <laughs> fear, un, you know, uncertainty and mm -hmm. doubt, right? Mm -hmm. By talking a big word. And next thing you know, they're like, oh my God, I didn't realize I had all these problems. Well, can you fix these problems? Yes, I can. How much? $5,000 a month. Okay. And then, you know, three months, four months, six months. It's like, what am I paying here for? I don't even get this. Right. So but that's, yeah. that's great that you're doing that. You're providing value, providing awareness, providing education. Mm -hmm. Hey, pick up my book, get educated, then make decisions. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So important.
is so important. So easy to get ripped off, like you said. Um, mm. I'm not sure if my personal experience was a rip off or not. Or not. It might not be, it was, right? It yeah, might not. Like, yeah, yeah uh-huh. it might not be. It was just the experience, right? Like we were trying. You know, I just remember. It, but I did hear from them, like, it's the most important thing. So being, you know, in, in business and everything, and I, I, I like to trust what people say to me mm-hmm. and long-term I can see the benefit, but sure. you know, Facebook ads and those things, Google ads, like they're just a quicker uh, result. When you compare to SEO and paid ads, what are your thoughts on that for a business? Um, if yeah. you had to make a decision. I think it really depends on kind of like where you are uh, in your business, right? So like if you're right out of law school or if you're, you know, not even if you're a lawyer, I mean, if you're just getting started, um, you know, SEO is going to take time, right? And so if you don't have a website that's been established, right, you know, you're probably not going to get a quick result from SEO, right? So in those cases, I tell clients, maybe experiment with pay-per-click first, right? Because you got to keep your lights on. Um, and so, uh, you know, but each of them are different channels, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like one or the other, right? If, you, if you're doing a pay-per-click campaign and you're generating like leads at a really good price and you're converting those leads, and so your cost per acquisition is at a good number and you're happy with mm-hmm. it, Um, Hey, continue to leverage pay-per-click if that's working. Right. You know, same thing with Facebook. If you're generating leads and the average cost per like acquisition is good on Facebook. Well, again, continue to leverage that and then just continue to, you know, increase the budgets on what's working. Right. Um, Mm. But at the end of the day, I think you should look at things holistically, So like you've got these big law firms that we work with and they're spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on TV and they're spending hundreds of thousands Mm -hmm. of dollars on digital and on billboards, right. And radio, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, like all of them kind of touch each other, right. Somebody might've seen a billboard and did a Google search and recognized the name because of your television commercial. Right. So at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you should really look at like how much money are you spending in total on marketing all of the channels Right. Mm -hmm. And you divide that with Mm -hmm. how many new clients did you get as a result of that? And then now, you know, what is your total marketing, you know, your average cost to acquire a new customer with all of your channels. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, and then you could try to like tune into like each of the different channels from SEO to pay-per-click to TV to billboards. Right. But at the end of the day, you should be kind of looking at everything from a holistic point of view. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And, um, for i'm not sure if you're aware of this all about the artificial intelligence with seo sure. like mm-hmm. uh, what are your, have you researched that or is that something that you're looking into or what are your thoughts on that on the artificial intelligence yeah um we're actually experimenting right now with a site that we developed called proteinbars.com um okay. where we're we're basically using ai to write articles on that website yes Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, you know, we're impressed on kind of what's happening with it. Um, right. but I don't think I would do this on like a lawyer's website, right. Where they can get, you know, disbarred or they can get oh, a yeah. grievance, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it really kind of depends, but we are running some experiments right now just to kind of push the threshold to kind of see mm-hmm. how well, mm-hmm. uh, this performs using AI, um, and how mm-hmm. Google kind of looks at it too. Um, yeah. but I think, you know, that is certainly, uh, the future 
for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and when you're doing articles, for example, for SEO, mm-hmm. um, do you follow, is there any kind of recommendation you can give someone when they're publishing articles, like do a specific number each day or do specific each week? Is there any kind of criteria of sort? Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I think a, first you need a strategy, mm-hmm. right? I think I see a lot of people fail where, you know, they're like, Oh, is content still King? And you know, is it important? And you say, yes. They're like, okay, great. Because I'm paying a blogger, you know, $75 to publish four blog posts a week. And I'm like, okay, well, what is she writing about? Um, I don't know. I think she just gets in there and she creates a blog post. I'm like, well, that's not good. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, typically how we go about it is we build um, like our content strategies using uh, like an Excel spreadsheet where it's based off mm-hmm. of research and we know who we're targeting and we know like what cases we're trying to generate or which clients that we're trying to generate. <clears throat> and then what we then do is, we'll develop a content strategy. And so some clients will publish anywhere from 25 pages of content every month, all the way up to 400 pages of content a month. Right. So it really Mm -hmm. depends. Right. And the more aggressive that you are with your content strategy, you know, obviously the, the more success that you're going to have from an SEO perspective, if you're doing it right. I mean, if you're you're just right. Yeah. If you're just paying somebody and they're plagiarizing articles from other sources and they're patching it together and putting it on your website, it's going to create a lot of damage uh, Mm -hmm. for you. Um, So you have to make sure that you're actually doing it right. You're internally linking pages together. You don't have pages that are competing with each other for the same term. You don't have Mm -hmm. duplicate content problems, right? There's a lot of like, what ifs when it comes to content. Oh, so many. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So many. Yeah. And I think that's so true because, you know, people tend to, especially in business, especially when they're starting out to wear a lot of hats. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and SEO, you know, get someone from Fiverr or get someone from Upwork, right. Is that kind of a mentality and say, Hey, you know what, can you get me uh, on first place? Yeah. First yeah. page. Yeah. Done. You know, no problem. Yeah. Let me get started working. And that could jeopardize the business in coming months or years, right? Because that content is there. I was on a call with uh, somebody recently um, who came to me and said, Hey, I'm a little concerned because um, the, uh, the, the attorney that owns the, the firm decided to go with this company that promised them that he would be able to get them in the local map packs like quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, tell me more. And he's like, well, we started working with them. And after about two months, like it was working, like we were actually showing up in the maps. Right. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. You know, but now it's been month five and now we lost all of our positioning and all of all of our locations for all of our maps. And I'm like, well, what were they doing? They're like, well, they're pretty secretive about what they're doing. And I'm like, okay. So we started to look at their, at their, their, you know, their Google, my business profile. And, and so I'm like, interesting. I'm like, for this listing, they created all these fake reviews, right? (laughs) So they went in and they created a bunch of fake reviews, which is definitely something. 
yeah, that can get you yeah, disbanded, right? You know, and, mm-hmm. and it could even get you into trouble ethically as an attorney yeah. if people are creating fake of reviews, course. right? My so that's God. that, you know, and, and then also like other things that they were doing too was that, you know, you can see that there was a spike in the number of people clicking on driving directions, right? Mm-hmm. So they were using mm-hmm. bots to go in to create fake user signals as well. So assume wow. that people were like, clicking to get driving directions. And all of a sudden they had nobody clicking on it. Now there's 2000 people a day that are clicking, get driving directions. So like it appeared as though they were trying to manipulate the algorithm in their favor. And what happened is Google just like, yeah, you guys are playing too much. We're going to basically penalize the, the site here. We don't trust you anymore. Right. So you have to be careful when people make these like, promises um, of course. That, because it could really jeopardize uh, your, your the integrity of your site. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of these, these episodes and these podcasts and, and this kind of material out there. And I always recommend people that, and, you know, go to your podcast, go to these podcasts, listen to people because mm-hmm. there's some information that could save you hardship later. Right. Because oh, yeah. these, I found these conversations to be very open and, and, um, this open, like they're not like scripted, you know? So a lot of this information is coming out where it could bring that awareness that someone is trying to save a penny, but destroying their name. Oh yeah. Like is you can't put a price tag on that. Right. Oh no. Yeah. Let, let somebody else's mistake, uh, you know, benefit you from, from making the same mistake. Absolutely. Yeah. Do your education. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I suffered with, uh, with Facebook, like they I had someone and, and he was doing ads. I would get an email saying, you know, this um, ad has been um, declined and make this change and we'll republish it. So I'll tell the guy, I said, Hey, I got this. He'd be going, oh, yeah, don't worry. That's normal. Facebook always um, rejects something. Mm-hmm. And then we just resubmitted. They approve it. Me, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, let me just check it anyway. So I Googled it and I saw a whole bunch of information, people complaining about Facebook declining their ads. So I'm thinking, okay, it's true. That happened so long that they finally banned me. They said, no, like your wow. onus is on you. It's your responsibility. Even if you had this person, because sure. they were an admin, whatever, it still comes back to you. I'm sorry. So of course like, it does. Yeah. And it's yeah, a shame. It's right? unfortunate. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Luckily we created an organic system. Um, that's another conversation, but um, it's, uh-huh. it could destroy a business. If just that one mistake, if you don't have a backup, what do you do? So, you know, if you get Google bans you or something, doing something like that, you're talking about with someone. Totally. How do you yep. fix that? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, sometimes it's, it's tough, right? Because like, for instance, all these fake reviews that they, that they wrote yeah. and left, like yeah. it's super hard to get it. Like you just imagine when you get a negative review, how hard it is to get that removed. You know, now you have like 60 fake reviews that oh are on my profile. God. Like sometimes you're kind of handcuffed and there's not much you can do. Yeah. yeah you're handcuffed. That's for sure. Um, yeah. When you, were you ever in an employment or you were always in business? Uh, well, I think I was employed by the government when I was in the air force. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, they got you handcuffed there. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, like, <laughs> yeah. so I did four years in the air force and, uh, you know, that's where they told me where to live and where to sleep and what to wear, you know? Um, so I think that's the biggest form of kind of being an employee to the government. 
mm-hmm. but then after that, I've always been more of like an entrepreneur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your what was your mindset always entrepreneur when you're growing up, like as in your as a child? Like, did you think about entrepreneurship? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So, uh, you know, I was the kid selling uh, bubble gum out of my backpack and like awesome, love it. Yep. And then, you know, during uh, lunch, you know, uh, in high school, ninth grade, going to the local pizza shop by the school. And instead of just enjoying my slice of pizza, you know, looking around and thinking, man, like what a perfect location to have a pizza shop right by a school. I'm like, there's probably like 40 people in here right now. And they're all spending about six bucks each, you know, trying to do the math, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I've always kind of thought of business as like that, even as a young kid, for sure. That's awesome. Any, uh-huh. any failures you want to talk about in business? Lots of failures, man. Yeah, um, I love failures. So yeah, I just build you. Yeah. I just posted an article on entrepreneur.com about how I failed. Um, and this was with my, uh, my, my president, my COO, um, you could read the, or you can link to it, okay. but it's like on yeah. entrepreneur. I just went live today because I write for entrepreneur and Inc and a couple other magazines. Beautiful. Um, but this was a story about, um, you know, my COO, like couldn't even like fit lunch into his schedule with his daughters. <laughs> and so I'm like, how did that happen? I'm like, you know, if your daughters have a day off, you need mm-hmm. to rearrange your schedule. You don't need to be on every single zoom call. You need to, you know, yeah. and so he felt kind of obligated to be on this call and that call and this call. Right. And uh-huh. so that's why I kind of failed is, you know, sometimes you just need to like change your schedule around and just not be yeah. at this meeting. And so I, I ordered him <laughs> to take three hours off on Friday and make sure he goes, has lunch with his daughters and enjoys the oh, day, you know, and, amazing. you know, and so like, you know, sometimes like, you know, just you get into your day and there's meeting after meeting, and especially with zoom, everything is so convenient now. Um, anyway, that's just like one example, yeah. but, you know, we fail all the time. One of the things we also yeah. did was I like to tell this story is, you know, we do a lot of work with law firms on websites. And so in one instance, like we made a human error and we forgot to put an extra digit of their phone number on a bunch of pages that we published. And so the client was aware. He's like, you know, some one of their clients reached out and said, Hey, you know, we tried to call you, but the phone number is not, is not enough digits. And then the client called me up on a Saturday, all pissed off. Like, what the heck? Why did you guys mess my phone number up? I can't imagine how much business we lost. How long has this been like this? And so that prompted us. We're like, hey, listen, we fell on our sword. It was an accident, human mistake. So sorry. We're going to get this fixed right away. But more importantly, the lesson was how do we prevent this from happening in the future? And so we then wrote a bot that then goes out to every single client to check and validate, making sure that their phone number is accurate on every single page of their website. Right. So as, as an employee or as an, as an employer, as as a human being, you're going to make mistakes, right? It's all part of the course, right? We're humans but it's the lessons that you learned on how you can prevent yourself from making those same mistakes over and over again. Right. Yeah, definitely. And see bots, good bots come in handy. Totally. In this case, it (laughs) sure does. It saves me a, uh, an ass chewing on a Saturday from a client. I don't look forward to those. Right. No, no, no (laughs) one does. No one does. No one does. And um, you mentioned entrepreneur, right? You write for it. Do you get pitched a lot to, to write about them? All the time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not easy to, uh, to get approved to write for like I know. some of these magazines. So, yes. 
you know, Hey, you know, can I give you thousands of dollars to include yeah. a link back to my client's website? Right. And so, yes. you know, you work so hard to kind of be trusted enough to publish articles on these type of yeah. platforms, you know, that you don't ever want to jeopardize that. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you just, you write for your own, like you just write your knowledge, your information, you don't yeah. write for clients or anything. You just write for, you no, know, it's, I don't have a PR company. There's no spin okay, angle to it at all. It's just, I just write, uh, you know, I just share some of the lessons that I learn as a leader and as an entrepreneur, uh, on these platforms to help people Amazing. from making the same mistakes that I've made. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And you know, we always like to ask our guests what their inner superpower is that got them to this point. Yeah. Uh, I think for me is, uh, I don't take myself too seriously. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I, you know, it's, it's obvious if you go to our website and you look at my bio, it says like, I'm an Amazon prime member and I'm not the CEO. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I think, uh, you know, by not taking yourself too seriously and, you know, laughing often, um, I think, uh, has been one of my superpowers, um, you know, because we like to have fun, uh, at, at awesome. Tennessee digital, um, you know, and that's part of our, that's part of our, uh, our DNA here. It's one of our core values is, is to have fun and not be a jerk. Right. And so, uh, yeah. you know, when you kind of have an environment like that and a culture like that, it becomes a fun place to work. Um, and if we take care of our employees, right. You know, and, and then they then take care of our, our clients, you know, then that's a recipe for success right there. Yeah, it is. Life is a simple, easy and fun, you know, and that's yeah. whatever you believe inside is going to be the fact. So for you to have that happiness inside, um, was it always like this or did you get some sort of uh, training or help? Like were you always yeah. had this superpower? No, I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, as a kid, I was always, uh, you know, not taking myself too seriously. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big energy, like believer, Good, you know, me too. the energy that you give is very contagious. Yes. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and so if you're walking around with a lot of positive energy, it's going to mm -hmm. make your day that much, you know, that much, but I feel like every day you, you wake up with like a full tank of energy, right. And you have the whole day to use it. Right. And you can yes. choose to use, it on negative energy or positive energy, right? You have yes. that choice, right? Your choice. Um, and the problem though is there's other people walking around with energy too, right? And so if you're a ball of positive energy and you come across too many people that are negative energy, it's contagious. It rubs off on you and you have to be aware of, of that, right? Um, so... Uh, you know, I think just kind of having that in this, you know, subliminally, like in the background of your head, you know, understanding that is, is, a, mm -hmm. is also a powerful, uh, I guess, superpower. If you yeah, will. no, it is, it is. Everything is energy, right? At this fundamental level. And we're a massive energy. We're always exerting and always letting go. And it's so true. The energy field is everything. You could go into a room or a party and all of a sudden you just, Certain people, you know, they're off and you just yeah. feel them right from far away. It's like, stay away. <laughs> yeah. A friend, a friend of mine who's a very successful entrepreneur. He runs a pretty big yeah. company, uh, yeah. gave a story from stage at a conference that I was at recently uh -huh. where he said that he, he had to go to a wedding. Um, and, uh, you know, and he showed up at the wedding and he sat down at the table and, you know, it's one of those things where you don't know who you're going to be sitting next to. You just kind of go, it's like, okay, table five. Right. Yes. He goes and sits down, you know, and as soon as he sits down, like, 
you know, this lady's complaining about the food and then this other person's complaining about like their kids and then the other person, right. And the other person's complaining <laughs> about their life. Right. Yeah, and he's been yeah. at the table for 15 minutes. Oh and my just God. Like, I feel I bad for, I can't do this anymore. And he just walk up yeah, and laugh. Good the wedding, man. He's just like, I can't do this. Right. You know? So yeah. Yeah. it's so hard because I went to someone's house. Things are opening up. You know, everybody's meeting now. Everybody's getting vaccinated. Right. So I went yeah. to, a, a, a gathering and it was just complete it's unfortunate i felt bad like i want to help right but it's just that the complete environment was just talking about things that really affect your vibrational being you know You're like, oh yeah it was yeah it was just negative it was down it was lack it was it was just so off i had i luckily i always carry these with me so i have these earbuds okay i just i just put them in the ear and i put a book on you know okay there something. you go and i have i have some background music created um affirmations if you may say and i just play them like they're actual songs so wow I play, okay. yeah yeah as i create my own just for my own use i don't like anything i just i like I the music it. with them <laughs> yeah so it I just brings it. me in that area and then i can open up again really it's about the strength of our mind right are we able to control or uh, stop that kind of energy or not right sure um, it's un yeah but definitely i'm glad because as soon as you came on camera and i saw you i felt that like right away that you're, you have a, a very uh, uplifting energy, positive energy about you. And I'm grateful that I met you. Thank and, you. And the, yeah. And I appreciate that you came on the show. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely would love to stay more in touch. You know, if anything I can help with, please let me yeah. know. I'm in yeah. Toronto, Canada. So awesome. Um, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Um, and also if there's anything that you want to share, like before I let you go as last thoughts to any entrepreneur, self-employed professional, when it comes to SEO. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, with regards to, to SEO, um, I'd say, uh, the biggest thing is, is to educate yourself, you know, like learn enough about it so that you don't get taken advantage of. And mm -hmm. whether you read my book, right. Law firm SEO, or yeah. if you just go to YouTube and start to watch a couple videos, right. Cause at the end of the day, there's three core principles of SEO, right? There's uh -huh. the technical integrity of your website, which is something that you probably are not going to learn if you're not a coder, but there's mm -hmm. tools that you can check to make sure that your site is technically compliant to Google. Right? So mm -hmm. that's the first piece is, is the integrity of your website. The second piece is publishing content on a regular basis making sure that the content that you publish satisfies the intent of what people are searching for, like go back and actually read your content. And would you hire yourself after you read your content? Right. And if the mm. answer is no, well, guess what? People are probably not going to hire you either. Right. And then yeah. the third piece is the popularity and, you know, building, you know, popularity by your website, by way of backlinks, how can you get other people? How can you make yourself remarkable where people talk about you and they link back to you? Like, what can you do? And if you mm. do those three things, right. You know, the integrity, the relevancy with content and the popularity, that's the secret to SEO. I mean, there's really not mm. much more to it. I like the third one. That's a pretty yep. big one. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's be remarkable. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And are, do you have any um, top one or two or three tools, your go-to tools for SEO for anyone that would like to, that you could for recommend? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the first one is a free tool by Google. It's called Google search console. 
uh, I think, uh, you know, there's probably a lot of people that will listen to this that have never heard of that. And that's a bad thing. Um, because this is the only way that Google can have a two-way conversation with you. They can tell you when there's issues with your website, they can tell you if your website got penalized, right? So if you don't have it, then there's no way Google can communicate with you. Um, so that's Google search console. Uh, the second tool is um, a tool called SEMrush, S-E-M-R-U-S-H. That's a great tool. It kind of gives you a, a good synopsis of how well your site is performing. It'll show you the different keywords that you're ranking for and which position you're in. And you can look at your competitors on that tool. So that's a great tool as well. And then the third tool, which is one of my go-tos, is one called Hrefs, and it's spelled A-H-R-E-F-S.com. And that's a good tool to do link analysis to see, you know, what links do you have coming back to your website in comparison to your competitors, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's an amazing tool as well. So those would be three that I think good. are mandatory for anybody that's serious about digital marketing. That's amazing, Jason. You know, thank you so much for opening up, sharing this information. You know, it's all about serving and providing value and you're doing all those things. And thank you again for taking yeah. the time out to come on the show. Yeah. And um, I genuinely wish you all the best and stay in touch. Likewise, and happy holidays to you and your family. And thank you so much for having me. You too. Thank you, Jason.